Hey everyone, welcome to the Oasis Podcast. I'm your host, Miss AJ. Thanks for tuning in. An oasis is something that provides refuge, relief, or pleasant contrast, and that is exactly what you can find tuning into the Oasis Podcast. This will be a space where I and special guests will be cultivating intentional and honest conversations about life's journey. So what are you waiting for? Subscribe now. Also follow us on Instagram at the Oasis Podcast. That's T-H-E-O-A-S-I-S Podcast. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you for joining us again on the Oasis Podcast. This episode, we are joined by a very special guest, someone very brand new um, that I've mentioned earlier in other podcasts, but he finally made time to join us today. (laughs) Um, So on this episode, we'll be talking about best friends, and it's only right that I had my best friend on the episode. I don't know. If, I don't know if, how. How does that work? Do people like engage in best friendships where they they? This is the first time I'm hearing of this. What are you talking about? So you just gonna jump right in? <laughs> okay. So <laughs> all right. So that that's Omari, uh, Miss Keish. Hey. And Vision. Yes, sir. So we got a full like we got we got a lot of a lot of minds full today. House. Full house. Full house on this episode. So. Mr. Omari, just want you want to just jump in. Who me? No, you don't believe in friends, in, friend, in best friends. I do believe. I just didn't. I didn't know. I don't know how it works. I mean, it's fitting for today's conversation, mm-hmm. right? Um, in adulthood, how does how do friendships look like? Because mm. do you do you, how did friendships work before? Did you walk up to somebody and say, "Are we friends now?" Like, because even now, I'm still trying to figure out our best friendship. I mean, I think for me, the idea of friendship has changed over the years. So I think I took them a lot deeper back then mm-hmm. than I do now. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, we grown, we got a lot of shit going on. Like, ain't nobody got time mm-hmm. to be on the phone all day, mm-hmm. doing all this stuff, seeing you all the time. Um, so I know for me, friendship has changed. I don't know how to make friends, to be honest. It just happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, seriously, I don't I don't know how to make yeah. friends as an adult. I say that all the time. Um, mm-hmm. It just happens. Mm-hmm. So I don't know about the rest of y'all. I don't know, do you guys go up to someone and like, yeah, we're gonna be my friend? Or, <laughs> <laughs> or what? No, like, I, I think know. for me, I'm more cautious on like who I spend my energy with. Uh, so when I look at someone and I kind of view the interactions with other people, then I start kind of engaging myself with them. And then you have to figure out if they're really for you in the sense of friendship and even touching base with coworkers. Like how can coworkers can navigate into becoming friends? And I'm luckily, it's been real easy for me to kind of Okay, so you touching on last episode, those Mm -hmm. of you who didn't check it out yet, (laughs) struggles in the workplace, and we talk about um, co-workers becoming friends, but let's just, all right, let's just, we we dive right in, let me just (laughs) pull us back a little bit, and then ask the question, um, what does friendship even mean to you? Like, what is that? Like, what is friendship? Because I know there's so many different meanings out there, um, and how that even looks, and how it manifests itself, so what does friendship mean to you, Vision? Um, That's something I'm still trying to figure out um I mean for me friendship is always the day ones um and that might be the only people I do ever consider friends um if I'm not associate of yours for years plus you know I just acknowledge you as I know you um but to define friendship I, I still haven't been able to articulate what I believe a real friendship is hmm. 
So then how somebody how does someone come your day one then? They gotta be there from day one. <laughs> oh, right. So from the moment you were born? Like, yeah. I mean like, my, my, I, mean, I had my friend pers- since three years old. That's per- day one. The person I call my best friend. I knew homie since we were five. We became best friends when we was in high school. So this is this is eighteen years of at least of, of serious friendship. We went to church together. We just uh, I don't know the statute of limitations or anything, but we, you know we was we was out there, you know, and at a very young age doing what young people do um, at that age. So you know we've been through a lot. So I don't necessarily believe that day one means time, but more than the the, the things that you've done in that time, the Quality things that you experienced exactly. And the intention okay. of the, I can subscribe the to friendship because mm-hmm. I hear that like I'll see that phrase. You know, people post and they're like, "Oh my day one," and I'm like. What the hell does that mean? Like, does it mean that you know them super long or what? But I can subscribe to that. Like, okay, it doesn't matter the time. It's what happened in that time. Yeah. Okay. Um, how about, how about you? I mean, I think for friendship, I don't, it, it's difficult. Um, there's any kind of, like, relationships are on the spectrum, right? Um, because when you think about your intimate partners, um, for me, I would want the person that I'm dating, that I'm with, that I marry eventually um, to be a friend. Um, if I'm thinking about coworkers, they start off as associates, but I think um, kind of to what Vision was saying, um, understanding the quality of what that relationship brings to your life, I think that it's a kind of spiritual nature too that when you have a kinship with somebody, like it naturally manifests in that way. Like even you and I, like when I first met you, um, when we had a off chance outside of the office, the first time I actually saw you was in a Burger King. We were training. No, it wasn't the training. It was like... But me were shadowing. You were shadowing someone. Yes. Someone was shadowing me. Right. And yeah, yeah. See, so like just through being in the same room, there was no preparation for friendship, mm. right? But through, like Vision said, time spent, being in the same proximity, um, us eventually getting to know each other. Um, that's how friendships and I guess best friendships, according to Wait, you, you happen. You're not my best friend. You okay. <laughs> have to talk about that's that. Okay. Maybe, <laughs> maybe by the end of this we can figure that out. By the end of this we you gonna didn't fi- to me? we gonna, we gonna figure it out. But I think that even in again in coming to know you, I didn't I wasn't personally looking for friends, mm-hmm. right? But I think that when somebody yeah. can add something to your life, um, they earn a status depending on the vetting process. For I sure. Think, yeah. And it's more of like a growth, like where are you at in a specific phase of your mm-hmm. life to add on a new friend? Like, are you in a, a good space where you know that person's intention is to help you grow yeah. and see certain things in a different light? Or are you in that space of, well, I don't really know you and what you're saying, I don't really give a damn, <laughs> fuck you. Mm-hmm. You know, all that. But like, for me, friendships is like intention um, right. growth, mm-hmm. um, challenge, mm-hmm. like you have to challenge the core being of what I was mm-hmm. when I met you mm-hmm. to how you helped me grow when I'm still friends with you. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I feel that that was well said actually. Um, <laughs> um, I definitely feel that. So what type of friend do you think you are? Like, before we get into the other stuff, like let's get a perspective on who we think we are. Give us some archetypes. Give us some examples. Ooh, what of, archety- I don't. Yeah. I don't have well, archetypes. It's just what what what, <laughs> what kind of friend you think you loyal? What you uh-huh. think you the ride or die? Like you need to bury your body. I got you. Like what, well, what type of friend do you think? I you could are? jump right into that. I'm the mediator. Mm-hmm. Um, 
from every perspective is there's a situation, this is a situation, vision solve it for us. Um, but I'm also the shooter. Uh oh. So I am the I have a problem. Uh almost godfather esque. I don't wanna say it like that, but in the means of I have a problem, how can I solve this? Um I have a situation, give me the insight to be able to solve this, um, in that regard. So I'm definitely the ride or die, I'm definitely the mediator, um, within my friendships. Um except when it comes to, to conflict with me, of course. Um but um yeah, that's my place in my friendships. Yeah. Hmm. I think I'm loyal. Um you are loyal. Clearly. I'm definitely you are. Shout out Miss Keish. For you. I'm I'm fiercely loyal, but I'm also a listener. Like I will listen to what you have to say and then I will also challenge you. Like, okay, yeah. this is what you said, but let's look at a different angle. Like, would you feel this way if X, Y, Z? That's true. I am a fun person to be around. Like, I'm just mad random for no reason. Yes, yes you are. I am <laughs> <laughs> mad random for no reason, but I'm also... I'm there in the present space where if, let's say, something's going on with you, I can sense something's going on with you, I will give you a space to kind of navigate those emotions, and then I will come back and say, okay, you know what? Let's kind of fix what's going on. Like, if you feel something is happening, let's see what we can do to kind of fix the situation. So I'm like a problem solver in a sense. Um, I'm not the godfather, (laughs) but... um, I'm the Don. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think I'm just like, I'm just a natural person and it, it really depends on who I vibe with. Like I will allow you to grow in ways that you don't think you could grow. Mm-hmm. And I think that's my way of saying I'm going to challenge you on certain things that you was thought that you were before you met me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Man, what kind of friend am I? I don't know. Um, it depends because in the way in the ways that I've seen myself in different lights through different friendships, um, depending on what the need of the friendship is, like going back to the whole love language, hmm. um, you know, framework of thinking, uh, I think that uh, kind of what Keisha was saying, like how does a person fit into your life kind of constitutes what's a, what a friend is. And at certain times I am the advice giver. Sometimes I'm the listener. Um, sometimes I'm the provider, sometimes I'm the asker. I think that, um, I guess growth would be a synthesis that I like within my, my relationships. Um, how growth manifests, it depends on what the needs of the friendships are. So I have my friends that we go out and we party. I have my philosopher friends where we will just sit down and, you know, think in the headspace all day. Mm -hmm. Like friendships just come in different shapes and sizes, but I think that, the underlying um, message in it or like the underlying mission behind friendship should be growth. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the way that we come to understand ourselves. This is how we challenge ourselves, especially when somebody who cares about you is telling you something very real or the fact that you need to be honest with something um, to somebody who you care about, worrying about their feelings. I think that friendship in that way challenges us to be better people. So I don't know. I guess I would have to just say growth all around. Mm. I don't. I don't know if that's a, the type of friend I am, the growth friend? I don't know. 
So I asked this question. I ain't even thinking about it for myself. Um, I'm thinking about it now while y'all answering it. And I, I, at first I was just like, I feel like I can resonate with a lot of what everyone said. But um, if you would ask me this question when I was like 10 years ago, I would have told you like, I'm, I'm loyal. Like I'm loyal to a fault. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I would, I would say that. That would be my off the jump answer. Um, and not to say that I'm no longer loyal, but I've learned to be adaptable right. where I was not adaptable then. And I was like, yo, this is the type of person that I am. And you need to be like this. Right. This is the type of friend I need. Um, but now I think that I'm still loyal. Right. But I, but I present that loyalty in the way that person needs it. If yeah. that makes sense, as opposed to like ramming it down their throat. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would also say that I've learned to become a good listener. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also still am that friend that's going to be like, sis, or oh bro, what you what you doing? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I'll still hear you out. I listen and all that. Um, but if I feel the need to say something, I will say something. Um, and But if I do say something, it's like, out of love. Let's, yeah, let's, what, what's going on? So <laughs> you know? Hearing everything, like, one thing comes to mind, like a distinction comes to mind. It sounds like, even though we haven't touched much upon it um, right now, um, it seems like adolescent friendships are more about validation, whereas mm. here we're talking about accountability now as adults, yeah. right? So, Because yeah. even like when I'm thinking about like, so what kind of friend I am, I'm like, I don't know the one that's going to be annoyed with you or <laughs> don't want to talk to you sometimes. Um, I, I, I don't ha- like you said, I don't have that long list anymore. Right. right, because I think it's more intuitive, and like we were saying before, friendships help you figure out who you are. So, it, it has to be almost in some part a reflection of who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. you said something that was very essential. I think it's so important is that there has to be the element of growth in that friendship. Yeah. Um, because grow, outgrown people is a very real thing. Absolutely. Right, and yeah, if that yeah. person can't grow with you, so yeah, maybe you're in your twenties, you love to be ratchet and party, and you was in, you just like listen, just <laughs> out here, just laying it down, thought and just out here, right? And then you decide that you now, you know, you're a little bit older, and now you just like, yeah, I don't want to do that anymore, right? That's just not who I am. I want to focus on my goals and my dreams, and that friend is just like, oh, you changed, like. <laughs> That eventually is going to become an issue, right? Like, you have to grow together. Not to say the person has to change completely, too. Right, but right. it has to be a level of, I see you and I respect where you're at. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. Like, I see that you're different now, but I'm going to accept the difference. But it's also in the sense of identity. Like, mm-hmm. how are you as a friend being able to separate, like, the friendship? So, like, if I say, I don't want to be that ratchet friend no more. And I just want to... Be that calm friend where it's just like go to lounges here and there and you still want to turn up. How can you separate that but maintain the friendship? How you separate mm. those two different identities and maintain a, a close friendship than how it was? I believe that it's important to identify what made you guys connect in the first place. Um, it's not the lounges. It's not the parties that made you connect in the first place. There is something there that made you say, I fuck with this person. So, for example, in my current life, my best friend, we barely talk now. Um, and I put that wedge in between us because there are certain things I need to work on for me. And I needed to make myself presentable, if that makes sense. I wanted to build myself so that way I could say, hey, world, this is finally, this is the person who I want to be. And it was important for me to draw that isolation. Um, but 
within that, there were some conflicts between the two of us, which caused some pretty intense text message debates and arguments or whatever the case may be. But it was important to recognize, um, which I've learned the other day, rather, um, well, most importantly, to recognize that this person is my friend because what? Um, and it was because he pushed me and vice versa. It was important to have a male during that time that encouraged me to do better. Our friendship was always based on competition. And because of that, he got this phone. I worked harder so I could afford this phone. He got this girl. I worked harder <laughs> to get this girl. And it and, and through that rivalry, um, we developed a, a, a healthy rivalry. A very healthy rivalry. Yeah. But we developed a, a very strong connection and bond. So um, for me to withdraw, I suppose, it, it, it kind of like uh, hurt him in some bit. But in my perspective, it was like, yo, bro, I, I'm just trying to catch up to you and trying to yeah. trying to get past you a little bit. You know what I mean? And it was important for us to see that. Just like, you know, we do build each other up in, in that regard. Mm -hmm. um, so making that connection of why they are friends. So you could be the calm one, you could be the cool one, you could be the chill one. But as long as you're true to the nature of your friendship, I believe mm -hmm. that you guys could be healthy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I think that's, that's true. That's true. Yeah, true. That makes sense. But can all relationships withstand the test of time? And does that then determine the quality of a friendship? Because I know like people exalt all those big friend groups. Oh, we've been friends for like mm -hmm. 10 years yeah. and you mm -hmm. know... Does that necessarily mean that it's a virtuous relationship as it stands because of the time tested mm. and whatnot? And you know what? That's a great question. Um, I was one of those people that held on to friendships because of time. Yeah. Even though you felt, like what Vision was saying, when you thought back to why are we friends and you couldn't answer the question or why did we become friends and yeah. the, the, it's completely different now. Mm -hmm. But I was like, no, but we've known each other since we were like five. Like, no, like, <laughs> and it's like, but we're different now. I, I now am of the school. I strongly believe that that person was in your life because it was a purpose yeah. for them to be there. Absolutely. Right. They helped you get to a point. And the, just because you guys no longer connect the same way and you may not even call each other friends anymore. It doesn't mean, though, that there needs to be bad blood between y'all yeah. or that you don't want to see them doing good. still. it's just that you guys just don't connect our vibes are not on the same level anymore yeah there's no i don't think sometimes i think we we outgrow space mm -hmm. and energy sometimes where um friendships provide something for you so say in your journey uh you reached a particular point where uh kind of like vision what you were saying like you're ready to be more entrenched in your work so that you could reach a level of success right so it's not to say that it takes away any quality right from your friendship um, with your best friend um, it's just that in this stage of life there's really not much space for us to be able to be with each other mm -hmm. in that meaningful way mm -hmm. um, that we, we we've seen each other in the past and I think that when people see those changes they get in their own headspace yes. and like oh well I thought we was cool yeah. yeah but not being able to like be okay with the shift and changes yeah. and I think we have a problem with articulating that mm -hmm. like that discomfort that discomfort like i used to mess with you for a long time and then now it's like mm. what happened and that conversation it could provide discomfort but it also could provide a chance for a new beginning mm -hmm. like for us to say okay you know what i see the value in you i i 
see the value in me. Let's kind of mend this friendship. Or it could provide a closure where it's like, okay, we are in different levels of our lives. Um, no bad bud. I wish you well. And I hope you prosper. And as well, mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope I prosper. And then if... Why you say farewell? Why were you saying bye for? <laughs> Why not say later? But it's like, you have to, you have to really be open and honest with that like sometimes when you see someone at a different level and it's a level that you may not mm. agree with mm. it's like okay you know what i see you later later prosper but like down the road like if we at that same level yeah there's a potential of mending mm. that friendship like it never happened mm. like you know mm-hmm. so the tag on i heard like a little bits and pieces from um from Miss Keisha Vision. Um, I know for me, I, I was fiercely loyal. I like how Miss Keisha put that fiercely loyal. <laughs> um, and also territorial, right? And in doing that, there was a lot of conflicts that came with that because I was like, no, you're gonna have one best friend. You're mine. I'm yours. <laughs> that is it, yeah. right? Um, and so there was, and outside of that, of course, that's a lot of responsibility to put on somebody, right? Absolutely. Now, being older, I can look back and go, bitch, what would you think? <laughs> but that's just in my mind how it went, right? Um, and again, I guess that's also displaying, like, I, what was displayed to me too from, like, um, relations my siblings had with their best friends or my mm-hmm. mom had, you know what I mean? So that's mm-hmm. what I thought was it was supposed to be. Um, so question to, y'all, to you all is, and you guys already started touching up on it, but... In those friendships, right, the ones that you may still have or the ones that you're working on that, that's transitioning, whatever, mm-hmm. how do you all deal with conflict when it came? And were you ever able to get to a point to fully recover from that conflict? Mm. I come from a cloth where, um, though I may be uh, sensitive to conflict, that we called each other out. Um, every friend that I've had and I've held dear um, comes from the mind state of um, I can be uh, aware of how you deal with conflict and I can word it the way how you need it to be worded but I, I can keep it a buck as well um, and to be honest through some of that friendships I mean through some of that conflict I realized there ain't no coming back um, and, and it's important mm-hmm. to be able to acknowledge those friendships that mm-hmm. they're with these things it's just like Ain't no coming back for that. I had homies. Uh, I, I, I used to be half and half on the block and half and half in the books. Mm-hmm. And I had homies that was on the block. And it's just like, dog, we ain't coming back from this. You know what I mean? If I see you, we might have to shoot the fear. And then, but I also had friends where it's like walking on the block. And it's like, I see you. Like, like well, you know, I, I, I'll give it up to you when we keep it pushing. So it's important to be able to, through those conflicts, realize we ain't coming back. And then I think that's okay. I think it's okay to be like, nah, dog. Like, I'm here, you here. We ain't gonna connect from this conflict ever again. Um, then I have people that mean enough that I will go to war with. To literally go to war with, but also go to war with to keep that relationship involved. Uh, you know. Yeah. So, um, like my best friend now. Right now, we don't see eye to eye. We check on each other, whatever the case may be. Yesterday, we got into a heated situation. He cursed me out. I cursed him out. But you know what? That's going to be my dog forever. So I'm going to go to war with him. I'm going to shoot the fair one with you. If we got a box, that's cool. If we got an R, you got a text. We got a, whatever the case is. 
But I'm going to go the extra mile to make sure that even after we go through all of that, because of the, the experiences that we had together, that's a relationship that I don't want to lose. Um, so I think it's also important to be able to say, like, this person is worth it. Yeah. This person, and they might have been my best friend then, but this relationship isn't uh, conducive to me. It's not helping me in any result, in, 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 in any means of that relationship. So it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Just dip or keep. And it's okay yeah. to have it in those two lanes. Yeah. I, like, while y'all answer, I'm, I'm, like, really processing going through all this. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Um. Yeah, I I I fought a lot for friendships, and I think right. I fought a lot harder and fear way more fierce, fierce than I think those that I held in that regard did. Mm-hmm. And I fought a lot, and I, honestly, I feel especially when it comes to that time thing. You know, you hold on to friendships for time. Mm-hmm. If I didn't fight that hard, a lot of friendships wouldn't even have gotten to that yeah. time. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but it should be natural. It, it should, should be, but and that's it not how it like was. A, yeah, like See, that's the thing. And it, it that's how I view like friendship is like it's supposed to be a natural thing where we be, yeah. go through the conflicts, we go through you the challenges people, and then happens. you know, we, yeah. we kinda challenge each other but then we could come back to a place of understanding and then if that understanding caused friction, then we should be able to articulate and communicate that. But it's hard because sometimes we hold shit in and we be like you know yeah. what i'm gonna let this slide because it's not that but big a deal but then it keeps happening again especially too i think when for me especially when you're when you're super young and you got a friendship from since you like little kids yeah you're learning yourself you're learning what is what works best for you communication wise what do you need emotionally so many things right so i think when you have friendships that last that long you both are learning yourselves and learning each other as you grow, right? And I think it's, it's, I think in those times, I, I feel like I was a lot more like reactive when things happened, but I was also more forgiving, if that makes sense. Um, I don't know, like now as an adult, like I said, even though <laughs> Mari ain't claiming me, I'm claiming you, best friend. <laughs> I'm claiming you. Um, <laughs> We haven't known each other super long. Like, we've known each other a few years. But I feel in that time span, him him as long, along with another uh, colleague slash friend, we ha- we've known each other just the time that we work together. I feel that I have a connection with them that's stronger than I've had with people that I've known since I was little. Mm-hmm. Um, and But I also think the reason for that, one, is that, yes, like what Ms. Keish said, the mindset I met this person in, Right what I needed at that time, what they provided to me at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and also my concept of what friendships should look like was different because I was a full-blown adult at that time already too. Um, and so would I fight for those friendships? Yes, right? But at the same time, I don't foresee that I would need to, if that makes sense. Yeah. I think there's a level of understanding because we can go for weeks at a time not talking and then I'll be in his in his phone like, bruh, what's going on? You, 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 you. What you leave it? No, you know, and I could say I'm disowning you. Where you been? And he could be like, Whoa, whoa, sis, whoa. You know what I'm saying? No, I could just do the Urkel and say I don't gotta take this. I'm going home. (laughs) And so like, whereas before, no, that was that would be a huge offense. Listen, uh, you wait. I haven't heard from you in two weeks. Oh, this is where we at now. Like, and now it's like I just don't. 
I don't feel I would need to have to fight for it because I think we right. have an understanding, right? So we can go through these phases and we both know we're going through life. And the thing is, though, we can, we do reconnect. We connect and it's like nothing happened. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, but no, then, I, you said and. I thought it was something you were going to say. No. <laughs> but I also um, think when we was young, I think we had to Girl, hang still, out. Girl, I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. All right. Young. Well, all right. <laughs> it's okay. We can talk about that later. <laughs> but I think when we was young, we had to hang out with each other because we had to figure each other out. Mm. And now we as adults, and I had friends like this who was like, well, I haven't heard from you in weeks. And it's like, yo, I'm going through a lot of stuff. Um, and it's not like a front on our uh, friendship. It is more of like, I'm just kind of rebranding myself. Mm-hmm. Give me some time. So can I ask you a question? Yeah. Is it that in those younger ages, we're trying to figure each other out or are we trying to figure ourselves out? Mm, I feel I think, like yeah, part I, of that yeah, that that yeah. discomfort that we feel when we don't hear from our friends exactly. is like, yo, what's wrong with you or what's, what's wrong, wrong with, with me, me that we not clicking? Like, like why this? should yeah. I be so territorial to to a friend who probably have a friend who's closer? Can I keep it a buck with y'all? Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's either. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. at that age and point in time, you're trying to figure out the world, mm-hmm. yeah. so you don't know what life is, and mm-hmm. now you're walking through this life, and rather the person who you thought you was walking through this life with you is now at a distance. This person that you thought was walking with this life with you might be a step ahead of you. I right. think it's more so not trying to figure out who you are or figure out who that person is. Is we just don't know what to expect as people, mm-hmm. and because we don't know what to expect as people, we're looking at people that you hope to be on a journey with you or you hope not to be on a journey with you and we're looking at you like where you at here's your place Mm -hmm. where's your place in my journey trying to figure out my life trying to figure out the what this all means um so when somebody puts that distance it it alters how you view that relationship because you're trying to figure it out and you're hoping they're along the ride i think any relationship that you build in regards to friendships or even romantically is about i'm trying to figure out what this all means mm. and where my place is with you and how you are going to help me get to this place. Mm. Um, and where you can see that person fit determines how well of a friend they are to you or how much you value their friendship. And uh, when you see that their journey in trying to figure this out kind of hits the other fork, you know, like you're going on this side of the fork and this side of the fork and now there's some distance, even though you guys are going to the same end result, determines whether how well of a friend they are, how much you value that friendship. No, mm, absolutely. Thank you for that. So let me let me add on uh, another question then. I, I'm hearing like there's different bits and pieces of um, what friendship was then, what friendship is now. What do you feel is needed to maintain a friendship? Yo, you got to put in this pot, man. You got to put in. You have to have serve mm. some sort of purpose, you know? And uh-huh. I'm not saying monetarily or otherwise. We could be friends in a spiritual nature that, like, when we could speak about something uplifting or, like, spiritual, um, that it brings a resonance to our life, you know? Um, it's no longer keeping up with the Joneses or having friends just for the sake of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that what I've learned, kind of, like, to tie in that with the conflicts, uh... Even I want to separate conflicts from fighting. So fighting for people. I think that before I was fighting for relationships for the sake of there being a relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm mm-hmm. thinking that because you're friends with somebody that this is what you should do. 
but not letting the candle of conflict either burn brighter or just like out you know and i think that it's okay for friendships to reach ahead and say okay we've reached to the point of our moment and let's move on right um but yeah you have to bring something to the table now right um there has to be some sort of intentionality you know, when we're eating breakfast, what are we doing? We're trying to quiet the stomach grumbling. Mm-hmm. When we drink drinking water, we're, you know, we're satiating thirst. We got time for the fluff now. Right. Why yeah. Why are we in the same space now? Yeah. Are we trying to cope with something that we can't through our relationship? Um, are you that friend that I could, de- or that person I could depend on in this area? Or mm-hmm. are you fulfilling me internally in some ways? That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, that is true. Because, what, I mean... We probably, or most of us, I would assume, probably has may have more than one person that we call friend, right? May not be best friend, but friend. Um, and we, and we, <laughs> and we tend to, <laughs> we tend to, at least I know I do. I can't speak forever. I know I do, depending on what's happening, you reach out to different people because yeah. you need that energy from them, right? Mm-hmm. Like um, that particular individual, right? When I need someone to be like, I need, okay, wait. Am I looking at this right? Like, yeah. break this down for me. But you know that person is going to break it down for you, but also go like, but sis. Yeah. Yeah. Um, here's where you need to be accountable. Right. I go to, oh, right? Like, when mm-hmm. I need, but he does it his way, right? And if I need something different, I'll go to Keisha because Keisha would laugh me through it, but be like, mm, girl, you fucking up. <laughs> right? Like, so, um, and then there's other people you go to that's just like, oh, okay, you know, they give you different things. Not some people don't have friends that will make them accountable, right? And they want that, and that's what they like. So they have individuals that would be like, oh, girl, no, let's let's wild out because... Yeah. And, and, and that's... But that they know that, and that's what they want, and that's what they go for. But it's true. I think everybody in your life, I think at this point in life, should have a purpose, and you should know yeah. what that purpose is. Um, I think both people, though, should be aware of what that purpose is. Um, so that I think things... So that things don't get muddy. Yeah. yeah. And I think, for me, that's how I maintain the friendship for me. Like, and, and I'm adaptable. Just like what you said. Sometimes people need space, right? Because yeah. I've changed in that regard too. I used to always text them because that's the space we were in when we were undergrad, right? Yeah. Undergrad, graduate. Grad. Undergrad, graduate. Grad. Can't remember. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, oh, always hitting up each other. Always, always, always. And then when I didn't hear from her, what's up with you? What's going on? Are you all right? What's mm-hmm. up? Right? But then it's like, girl, I'm going through some things. Got you. Right? And then eventually you realize when you don't hear from the person regularly, Things still going through, and then that's when you should check in. Hey, you right? Mm-hmm. Let's go get a drink. Let's go. And so we learn how to do those things for that person, but don't take it personal. Yeah. Um, and it's that's also how the realness it. of the person yeah. too. Like you have to know how it, to be honest, though. It, too. Exactly. And and some of us we have a problem of being honest. Like mm-hmm. we can see our friend fucking up in the area, and we don't know how to speak to them in the manner of like. Well, I see you fucking up, but you know. I would love keep keep. I would love for you to tell me, um, Omari, um, you're you're fucking up. <laughs> how, how can I help you? You know, and I do that. Like usually, I'd be like, "How are you?" In those words, though, you fuck you fuck, you fucking up. You fucking up. You're fucking up. You're fucking up. You're fucking up. I I I would not even sugarcoat nothing. I think some people have the issue of being real because for me i'm me 100 percent of the time so I, there's no need to sugarcoat mm-hmm. if my tone offend you in some manner you should be allowed to say that to me and i'll take it like okay you know what my language to you i need to dial back so 
instead of saying you're fucking up, it's more of, girl, do you see the way you're messing this particular situation up or something like I that? I thought you were going to say, girl, do you see the way you're fucking <laughs> up? <laughs> I, you know, in my mind, I want to say that, but it's like more of I'm remembering that person boundary of mm. my language may not be sophisticated for them, you know? So mm. it's, I, I'm like, it's more of being honest in the nature of letting them know certain things that's happening in life, but then it's also being able to accept to what they it. have yeah. in my life to say, you know what, girl, Keisha, you fucking up. Like, mm-hmm. and are you able to take that? And that's what friendships are for. It's like, sometimes I can't handle the truth, mm-hmm. but then I have to know, I have to accept that of me, but I have to grow in that mindset of handling the truth from other people. So can, I'm at that space where I can handle the truth. You, like, can you handle truth right now? I can handle. So the if truth. I was to tell you some truth right now, you'd be truth. okay with it. I'd be fine. I got something to tell you. What? Yo, your hair look mad good, sis. Dang. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Yo, <you're> so extra. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I think um, Keith touched upon something important. I think knowing your threshold as an adult. Mm for what your expectations are out of a friendship and what your friends or people who you want to be as friends Mm -hmm. to know their threshold and what they can offer is important. Mm -hmm. And I think um, Vision kind of touched upon it too, regardless to what you call that relationship, um, just knowing what your expectations are because it's very easy to get caught up in thinking that people Mm -hmm. don't care about you when Mm -hmm. they're not doing certain things for you. Mm -hmm. But again, I think one thing that we all agreed upon here is that things change and manifest differently over time, right? So if a friend, if this part of the friendship that you treasured so much, so you're trying to be ratchet, you're trying to go out there and have a hot girl summer, and... Uh, <laughs> Your friends think you're too old now. <laughs> right, you know, but no, like there's people who have kids, then uh-huh. life circumstances yeah. changes, right? Like do friendships or how we look at friendships change at that point? And mm-hmm. I think that it's okay yeah. if it does, because it's to say that, all right, this is the crux of what I need someone for. Mm-hmm. And that goes back to even the fighting. What are you fighting for? Is there something to fight for where something mm-hmm. could mend? Or is that that there are some very real expectations that people have in this relationship, whether frivolous or very realistic, can these people collaboratively work together and maintain that virtue of that relationship? And if not, then I don't think it's a matter of people being bad or good. It's just the relationship doesn't serve us anymore in the way that I think there's a level of trust that's needed, though, to be built before you can even want to be honest or accept honesty, right? And I think that depends on the the friendship because I forget who mentioned it earlier, but some friendships, you go to one friend for this and one friend for that, right? You want to turn up? Ooh, I got friends for that, right? You want to talk about stocks and bonds? I got friends for that. Right. Um, And you build a, a level of trust in in regards to what you need from that person, if that makes sense. Um, And I think depending on that degree of trust built depends on how much honesty you give and how much you were willing to to, to, to accept. Mm -hmm. Um, And the crazy thing about it, though, is that, at least for me, and I felt that some relationships, it takes years to build that trust and that honesty and other relationships, it's off the jump. Right, mm-hmm. and I definitely think it has to do with what you said about that energy and that vibe that person gives you, and also with that point in the life where you meet that individual, mm-hmm. um, for sure. Like I, I can, I can attest to that for sure. Um, 
and and in again like what you said regardless of the name of the relationship intimate not intimate friendship whatever um I think this it, it, it applies there as well mm-hmm. that yeah this relationship it took you two months and you like you and that part person were the best of friends and partners and you know with our lovers and then another relationship it takes like two years before you guys even broke a threshold to be yeah. like oh oh you kind of do all right all right you know yeah. so it depends you know I, I kind of want to challenge that um I think sometimes we could be very detrimental in the demise of a friendship and we don't know it because of that concept of trust. Mm-hmm. So your friendship or your relationship with someone else differs from how it is with everyone else. Your relationship with Keisha is different than your relationship with Amari, and my relationship with Keisha is different than my relationship with Amari. So because of that, the person I'm presenting myself to be to somebody else is going to be completely different. Now, if that event that's there's something real that's happening between my friendship with Keisha, and uh, I need to be able to express that, whether you trust me or not, I should have the freedom and the the security, at least, as a quote-unquote friend to express that. Now, whether you trust it or not, is a whole other is a concept yeah. that you have to deal with yourself. Sounds like a personal problem. It's a personal problem. <laughs> so, like, so, like, if, if I see something, and this is, like, if I see something in Keisha, and it's like, yo, this hurt me, but she's like, Yo, but this is how I am with somebody else. That doesn't matter because we're talking about our relationship and our friendship with each other and not with your friendships with everyone else. So I think we have to be very, very careful on that concept of I trust what you're saying because the person that you are, the person I am to Amari is not the same person I am to AJ. It's not the same person I am to Tony. Who's not not the same person I am to Keisha or whoever, even to my mother. So we're different people within all our relationships. So we have to be very careful with that concept. And from my opinion, because you could be you could be hurting your friendship when you think you're protecting yourself or you think you're trying to add to that friendship in that regard. Mm. Uh, I hear that. I don't agree though. I'm not different people with different people. Yeah. I'm the same person with those people. And I me providing that person with what they need doesn't mean I changed who I am. If that makes sense. In the friendship. If I know Keisha needs laughter in the friendship, I'm not going to be disingenuous in providing that laughter. It's going to be genuinely me giving her the laughter. Right? But if I know Amari needs intellectual conversation, that's still a part of me. I'm not providing you something that I can't mm-hmm. I like to give. Laugh. Right. <laughs> but what, what I'm saying is I'm still me. I'm still that same individual. And if we are all in a room together... This person, one person ain't going to be like, oh, she acting different. Everyone's going to see the same thing because that's who they get when I'm with them individually or it's together. The energy of the relationship. So it, right. Like that varies. Everyone does, everyone presents. And for me, that was something I had to learn mm. that we, I had a best friend and literally, and I say had <laughs> a best friend and literally every friend that she was around and I was around to see it. She was a different person, a different mm. person. And for me, that boggled my mind. And I was just like, I don't understand it. Like, why are you shifting this way? Literally, how she talked, how she acted, every single place that we were with. To me, that doesn't make sense, right? And then and I had to take my own time. So at first, I judged her for it. I'm going to be honest, right? Then I got we got to the point where it was like, can we talk about this? We talked about it. Um, and then I got to the point of my own personal understanding of it. However, just because that's who she is and that's that's her dynamic and she has her reasons for it does not mean that that I have to also be that person and, and, and do that. I can understand it. 
doesn't mean I'm subscribing to it. Right. I, I, I'm not that person. I, I am who I am with everyone, right? right? Mm-hmm. Now, in regards to providing, right, everybody will need something different from me, mm-hmm. right? But all those parts of me are still genuinely who I am. Yeah. I'm not creating that or fabricating that to give it to them at that point. It's like each relationship is heightened with certain bits and parts of ourselves to that particular Right. Friendship. I'm not going to... I'm going to cuss like a sailor with you and then not cuss like a sailor with you. Yeah. No, you both going to get me cussing. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just because that's who I am. Like, that is who I am, mm-hmm. period. But, I'm you know, even in both approaches, at least there's, like, a thought process behind it. And I right. think a lot of people don't have that thought Correct. process yeah. when it comes to, like, well, how do I navigate friendship? So what about, we're talking about mature friendships in our 30s right mm-hmm. um what about people who are in their 30s who haven't crossed that threshold of maturity so to speak because you know even that phrase in itself maturity um mm-hmm. could be taken in so many different yeah. ways depending context. on who right yeah, yeah different context but what about somebody who in their 30s they're still not able to have fruitful relationships. They're still using like an adolescent means of evaluating relationships. How, what, what could you say to that person? you say adolescent means? Like, so like you could say like, what, up to 25 adolescents runs up mm-hmm. to now? Yeah. Well, I, I, I guess I pose that question more because it's, it, it's, it's about, let's be selfish here. It's about what you can provide to me. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, yeah. it's about how much of this is uh, am I willing to provide to you, mm-hmm. and it's the value of what you're providing. So I, I it's kind of hard for me to see that concept of adolescence when it's like if I just need you to hang out and smoke some bud with me, mm-hmm. then that's the nature of our friendship. You my guy, you my I call you up for that, mm-hmm. and then it, it, so I can identify you as that person and still value that time or whatever case may be. So it's hard for me to understand that concept maybe of mm-hmm. adolescence. But sometimes people take advantage of that. So like I. Lost a friend um, because I was that pinpoint person for them. So, yes, we was bonded in the sense of he had some trauma and he had all these uh, situations that kind of made his friendship skewed. However, it was like, well, I know I could rely Keisha on getting me a beef patty and flatbush because he lived out here. And it's like all this time he used me to get something for him, but then it was like, but are we really friends? Are we really friends? Are you using me for as a, a purpose of getting certain materials from Flatbush from? Uh, they from, know you're dependable. Exactly, and seeing my dependent and using that and heightening that dependability. And when I asked for something in return, and you was like no, then it's like. But when I said no, it was a whole different ball game. It was a whole problem. So what I'm saying is like sometimes people take advantage of our specific traits of friendship. I could be very dependable in certain situations, but then it's like, okay, I'm going to use that. And then we could navigate on our friendship based on your dependability. Or My question to you would be, did you, do you know what his purpose was for you? Because it was clear in this situation, it seems like he might know what his your purpose is to him. Yeah. But do you know what his purpose was for your life? If they even cared. They even cared. That's the that's another thing. Like we talked, we we had like deep conversations, and he would be calling, try to call me out on my shit, and then when I do the same thing, it was like, wait, hold on, mm-hmm. and it's like, 
but you're so willing to call people out on their shit. But when someone touched the crevice mm. of your trauma, it's like it's a whole different ball game. Mm. So, in that sense, no, I didn't know. However, after the situation that happened, it was just clear to me, like, okay, I see, and I see your toxic ways. I'm gonna remove myself in this situation. Was that right to just blank off, not talking to you? Mm-hmm. Eh, it depends. That's what you needed. That's what I needed. If I don't so. need to talk to you, I don't need to talk to you. Like if you said it was all right for you to say no, then it was all right for me to not talk to you. So you have to accept certain boundaries of that. I think friendships are all friendships, all relationships. Like you go through learning curves, right? Yeah. You you have to go through experiences to know. Oh, okay, you're this type of person or that type of person. For me, and again, this is strictly my opinion, I felt that I became, um, or I was able to better understand other people when I understood myself. Mm-hmm. You can't sit here and try to read people. You can't sit here and try to break down people's shit, and you don't are not aware of your shit, or not willing well, to look at your right. shit. In the if you are open to, yeah, to talk you about to your shit. have to be in the process. I think we're all forever growing and learning our shit, right? But you have to literally, I feel, take a... Take a good look in the fucking mirror and be able to like take that look and really feel that. And I think I, f- I think for a lot of people in relationships, in friendships, is they they're so quick and so easy to be like, hey you, hey you, hey you, this is this and this and this. Or quick to insult. Well, it comes off as insult for sure. Um, and I would take it as an insult, especially if I know for a fact this person you haven't even done the work to know who you are, mm-hmm. but yet you want to sit here and tell me about who I am, mm-hmm. and I think that part is important. Why? Why is that? I forgot where I read it. I don't know if we talked about it. I can't remember, but someone said it um, about being insightful on who you are makes you more understanding to other people. Right. Absolutely. Right. Because if you can get to the root of why you do things and how you do things. You won't need a person to sit here and have to break down and explain every fucking thing. You'll be able to just give, just be able to go, this person is human. I understand because you understand yourself. If that makes sense. Or even like um, checking your own expectations because... Yes, and it helped with that as right. well. Exactly. Because for me, it did for sure. I've had relationships where things have changed over time and I was still stuck in the land before time. You know what mm. I mean? And as... As as not, I wouldn't want to say permission, but as things organically changed, and I was trying to hold on to one encompassed part of time, um, I was the one that was slow moved or had mm-hmm. a hard press or even like a negative volition against that person because mm-hmm. I wasn't able to to handle that. You know, so being self aware and saying, you know what, this is not them. It's them, me. it's a me problem. Yeah. This is a me problem, and being able to be secure in. I would say navigating what that new relationship would look like, where mm-hmm. the two people yeah. could coexist mm-hmm. with the with the with the new parameters or whatever it looks like at that time, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and sometimes it's hard though. It, all this sounds great, but it's a hard process mm-hmm. to do, especially when you're in the mix of it. It's different when you're removed from it. I think right. when you actually actively have to. Uh, encounter the person, engage with the person, it's a lot harder yeah. to do for sure. But it's still something that's doable, but I think it's still something that's integral that I feel like it's missed a lot of times. So question. Yeah. In in these friendships in our thirties, mm-hmm. I don't want to use this word because it sounds uh sounds a little it sounds like I'm trying to bait something, right? But do you save friends? Not say friendships, but do you 
you see your friend Keish, you got the ratchet friend, yo, hot girl summer. Like it's lit. Let's go get a six figure. Bleep. That's my time. <laughs> but and you like trying to say, yo, sis. But you remember what happened the last time, right? Mm-hmm. How far now, in in this time of your life? Are you then extending yourself to make sure, like, mm. to be your brother's keeper or to be your sister's keeper to make sure, like, yo, like, I love you? Mm. When do you draw that line to be like, yo, like, I'm going to just like, have to let oh. you rock? Yeah. Or some ish. Ooh, that like, depends on the friendship. No, but even, like, even, like, let's take the, the specific society the length of time. But, like, when, when, do you have for yourself a line where you say, you know what? It's not hurting me. It's not hurting them. Yes. I don't agree with it, but then you let your you do what you gotta Absolutely. do. Absolutely. Like, what's no. what's your threshold <laughs> where you say like, nah, like I have to either intervene or I have to take myself out that equation. What is that for you? Ooh, I, I think when it comes to a line of disrespect, yeah, um, mm. and a touch of line crossing to you or in the whatever their situation is, because it may have nothing to do with you. Right. No, I'm talking about with them. Like, you Correct. see them living they a lifestyle. So, yeah, that's right. what I'm asking, Keish. Is it like they're being disrespected? You know what I mean? Or they're disrespecting you. Them? Or, yeah, or you mean they're doing it to you? In the situation you're talking about, I think the disrespect to me. Mm. Because mm. as a friend, you wasn't like this. Or I wouldn't say you wasn't like this, but. I see you doing something that I don't agree with. Yeah. And if I, in this friendship, told you that from the beginning, no. and okay. if you continuously to act upon it, gotcha. and... Oh, but you know that's how I am, Wait, girl. So exactly, but that's the boundary crossing. It goes you're, against you're, your own oh, that, Because and, I and know ethics. for sure okay. if I have touched a specific boundary of you, you're so willing to cut this friendship off so you should be able to respect me in the manner of well yeah i know how you are but i'm gonna give you this last time don't be like that around me again uh, that's that's a trick conversation for yeah. me too, because they got those. Uh, you gotta take me as I am, or friends. Or um, yeah, yeah, and that that's a hard thing too. It's like you you want a friend to accept everything of what you are and what you're willing to give, but then you have to accept. I think that's different. If 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 what they're doing is is literally doesn't touch your life, mm. like. Get you in Meaning, trouble, like all right, jail example, time. You have, <laughs> let's say, you have a homeboy, right? You have a homeboy dating a married woman or some shit. Yeah. Ah, morally, that ain't, may not be your shit. Right. Yes. But that ain't got nothing to do with you, right? Yeah. So here, but here's what I'm saying. Morally, I don't, bro. That's fucked up, right? Mm-hmm. And I think when they probably tell you that the first time, you're like, wait, oh, are you serious? Are you dating dating? Oh, okay. Uh, and then you, and then you have. If hopefully you have that dynamic, you could be like, "Bro, that's come on, like that, mm-hmm. don't know too much. Just a little fucked up, mm-hmm. or you're gonna get hurt in this. I care about you, and I see you getting hurt in this dynamic. Yes. Um. Now, after you had the conversations with that person, and they're still engaged in it, I'm gonna let you do you because it. you're a grown individual. Yeah. Now, this is a different mindset of how I used to think where I would do everything I can to stop you from doing what the fuck you're doing. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, you're going to learn what you need to learn and whatever. And then what whatever happens, and if you come back to me and say something, I'll be like, all right, 
are you good? You got tested? You all right? Boom, all right? Let's move on to the next. <laughs> yeah. And then that's it. That's how I am now. Yeah. That's not how I always was. Yeah. But but what Miss Keisha was saying, like, I'm not going to let... I've, <laughs> I'm not going to let your shit become my shit. And it's still out of love. Mm. It's not like I don't give a fuck about you, but it's really... you. This is your life to live. And this is the choice you're making. You know how I feel about it. But it is your life. Then go ahead and live your life, if that makes sense. Like, if it doesn't cross onto me, now if you're trying to... Fuck my nigga. <laughs> yeah. How did we get here? Now it's disrespect, right? Like, I don't know. Like, this is what I'm saying. Like, now it's a disrespect. Now I'm going to be like, chill. Or even let's say that. Okay, they're not Wait, trying hold to on, hold on. do your dude, but they're trying to like right. hit up one of your, let's say you're trying to hit up your best friend and you're like, nah, chill. Like, he has a whole girl. Like, be respectful. Don't re- yeah, respect Whoa. her. They've been together a while. Don't do that, mm-hmm. right? And then the person's still like trying to slide in their DM. It's like, now okay, now that yeah. might be an issue. Like okay, now you're disrespecting me, Yo, right? Because yeah. this what, is my what, friendship. What friends are you talking about right now? This mm-hmm. this you sound like <laughs> you got ratchet mm-hmm. ratchet <laughs> Tuesdays going on in your friendships. Don't know my life. Not like <laughs> <laughs> don't judge her. <laughs> but yeah, so like that. So yeah, yeah. I did that. Is that different yeah. for me now? You know, there's that, that difference, difference now. Yeah. Um, just because you're friends, then me, your lives have to be like intimate. Yeah. Like live your life. I just be safe. That's that's always my thing. Be safe. Are and you be, happy yes. with what you're doing? Mm-hmm. Are you being safe? Cool. No. If you need me, be like okay. And then outside of that, go ahead. And that's how I, I see it too. Because it's like if I offer you advice on a particular situation, and you refuse to take that advice, I'm not gonna pressure you to kind of live up to the standard that is pleasing to me yeah. it's more of alright I gave mm-hmm. you this concrete I advice and then you didn't take it I'm gonna let you rock right. no no judgment over here but it's just more of don't let it come and touch me right, like if now, it touch me it's now a whole, what maybe the, the husband now got a hold of numbers. Now they hitting you up like, oh, no judgment. Now when your mess no is coming into my life, right? When your mess is coming into my life, then that's different. Like that, that becomes different. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, now, mm-hmm. girl, listen, you want to do that? Go ahead, knock it off. You know yeah. what? You know you live once. You want to date a married person? I'm Yo. not saying I subscribe to it, but if you want, <laughs> go ahead, enjoy. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna tell you how I feel about it. I'm yeah. not gonna sit there and be like, mm. and no, I'm like, judge. that's yeah. messy. Yeah. I was like, because they made a commitment, and yes, it's their choice, but you also have a choice here. Like, I would make that clear. Like, yeah. I would make that clear and be like, is this person really yours? Your exactly. Like, understand what is your value place you hold in this person. Like, I would talk to them in that way. Like, what are you trying to get out of this? You just want to nut? Oh, okay, then. Mm-hmm. But if you tr- you want a relationship, like this is not gonna work. <laughs> So I would end as like, but just like what Makisha said, I talked to you once, talked to you twice. Nah. I don't even go to twice. That that whole thing that's just sounds like them people need counseling. Okay, yeah, that's I different. Mean, that's above your pay grade. When when people don't feel, they must learn. Oh, who they don't hear this? Mm-hmm. Also very true. But I think but we're not we're not we're not their parents. Like you know what I mean? Like we're not yeah, parents. Yeah, I, think, their baby I think as we get older, we have to let go. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I think when, at least for my friendships, when you're younger, we did a lot of being accountable for each other. Yeah. yeah. And, and one, because our parents are watching probably. <laughs> Cause if you and some bitch, some, some shit, then my mother oh, going to think I'm in yeah. some shit, which I might be, but she don't need to know that. <laughs> so you're like, now it's like, it's not for me at least. It's not, I'm, I'm not of the mind now, a birds of a feather now. It's now it's like, 
we all grown. We hit. We 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 go to each other for different things, and then we go by. We go to our corners. Yeah. So it's a so it's different. I just view it differently when it comes yeah. to that now. I think for me, um, the thrush when I reach a point where I feel like, in our interactions and in our conversations, and there's a recurring theme that mm. that's not being reconciled, whether it's between us or even in your life, mm. and I feel like I need to take that step back. Once it start encroaching on mm. my life. Kind of think it's been said in, a, in, in, in in different ways. Yeah. But like, say for instance, you have somebody who you always have that friend that always has some kind of problem, right? And you do try to be there, and you are there for them. Mm-hmm. But it never seems to be like there's any kind of ease or that without you the person could survive. Like, uh, my my mother taught me, right? Mm-hmm. Like, mom, good old mama taught you, <laughs> if he wasn't there, right? How they was gonna be able mm-hmm. to be okay? Like, what would they do without you then? Basically. Correct. Right. And, you know, even with that saying, it's like you want to make sure that kind of like what you were saying about your friend, that because you're on Flatbush, like what if you wasn't on Flatbush? How was they going to eat that beef patty? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uber Eats don't go. Do they go to yeah. Golden Crest? Damn. Yeah. They're going to charge you extra, That's extra. extra. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to get it. Yeah. tax on the beef patty. But, um, no, like I think that <clears throat> especially in this adult age where I think that the people in this room um, are definitely accountable, um, definitely self-reflective, and know how to maintain uh, whatever it is, obstacles that they're going through. And we all need help. No man is an island, right? But right. it's to the point where you you now need to take a frequent boat to that island all the time yeah, <laughs> to make man. sure everything is okay. Yeah. Now you're making it, you're, you're changing the virtue of what a friendship is and making it more like a tie. Right, exactly. It, yeah. it doesn't become a friendship anymore. So, to, to, to jump off of what you just said, let's say this person took you there and you're like, yo, this is draining. Uh-huh. Like, this is too much. Um, what do you all do when you had long-standing relationships, long-time relationships, um, and they dissipate? They, they just, you decide that it's no more for you or something happens and it's not, maybe it wasn't even really a decision, but something happens and it causes it. Um... I mean, what are the different ways? If it's happened, what are the different? Why did it happen for you? And like, how do you? How did you end up feeling about it? And did you ever bounce back from it? It's a lot of questions, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure where to start. You lost the friendship. Uh huh. Yeah. What happened? Like, in the think about, I guess, where you at, where you are now in life. Uh-huh. Um, a friendship that you cared about that is no longer there. Not on, yeah, that's no longer there. So what? Why? Why was that the case? To be honest with you. Um, from my perspective, if you have a long-lasting friendship, quote-unquote, and you're not able to pass it, y'all really wasn't niggas like that to begin with. And I think it's really important to be able to acknowledge this is what that person meant to me at this time for whatever reason. Y'all was supposed to be this for that time, and it's okay for that time. That doesn't, just because we were super close during that time, quote-unquote, they serve mm-hmm. the purpose, and that's why we're super close. Because if it was your real homie, in that regard, that if they did something that hurt you and you told them, they hear you, or vice versa, right. and y'all can argue through it. If it's really a person, y'all can argue through it, y'all come to a solution, and you move forward. But if it's if you guys can't come to any kind of solution, if one person's saying, I'm not budging, and another one's not going to budge, or one person's trying to budge, and the other person ain't budging, that person really wasn't for you to begin with. And it's important to be able to identify that. Like, you can, we really wasn't all that to begin with. You just served a purpose for me. 
And then anybody who's real, they're going to hear what you're saying. Be like, yo, you hurt me? Oh, word? Bet. I hurt you? Word? Bet. Is this salvageable? It is? Cool. How can we move forward? Um, but if you can't move forward, forward from it, it wasn't your real man to begin with. I don't agree with half of that. I think that... Yeah, I, I, I don't agree with that. I think that, yeah, people do come into your life for sometimes for periods of time be years at a time um and in that time they serve the purpose but just because the relationship is no longer doesn't mean that they weren't what they were to you at that mm -hmm. time they were still your best friend from zero to 25 yeah. but at 25 you guys outgrew each other doesn't make it all what happened in the past 25 years they're no they weren't really your friends i don't i don't think that's true because at 25 to 26 you could have become a different person. Something in life, some major person could experience grief. So, like something major could have happened that shifted the dynamic, and then things happen. Mm -hmm. So I don't. I, I agree with half of that. Um, yeah, I definitely think some people come in your life for for certain reasons and certain purposes. Um, but if, if relationships no longer happen, or I mean, excuse me, they're no longer there, doesn't mean that they weren't real. And just things happen. People outgrow each other, and sometimes it could be something happens in that moment, right? Like what Miss Keisha was saying, right now where we are in life, we're not seeing each other. We're just not connecting like how we needed to, right? But if you guys, again, I do believe if you guys were real friends or if you guys had that real like connection, right? <laughs> that maybe later on, so maybe after that person gone over that hurdle or after something, whatever, you guys can reconnect. Sure. You know what I'm saying? But the relationship not being uh, able to, to to get through this thing at that point doesn't mean mm -hmm. that it wasn't a real relationship or it wasn't, a, excuse me, a real That's friendship true. or it wasn't, you wasn't a best friend or whatever the case is. Because we grow and things change and to, so it happens. To clarify that, yes, people do grow and people do become different. But real recognizes real. And if somebody sees it, that there's a, a trauma that caused you to be this way or somebody realizes that there's a, a, a growth that you're hitting, they respect that. And it's important to be able to acknowledge, like, giving space to a situation is definitely different than, than, uh, giving space to a situation is definitely different than trying, than the completely abandoning it. But when you have to completely abandon a friendship, quote unquote, let's be real, how real was that person to you if you had to completely abandon? Now, if there's a space when y'all need, like, that, you get a year, two years, three years, whatever, how long it takes, and you guys reconnect, then clearly there was something there that there was real. And I'm not challenging that notion. I'm talking about that concept of, like, yo, I just got to dead this guy. Right. I got to dead him. Then there was nothing really real there if you just got to be like, yo, I got to dead this person. It could have been real to one person and not to the other, though. Which is what I mentioned earlier. Like, there could be somebody trying to move there and the other person ain't trying to move, whatever the case may be. So it's important for you to know your intentions and the other person's intentions as well. Yes, I, I do agree in that regard. So what happened? Okay, so you lost the friendship. So, I mean, I don't know if anyone has a story they want to share about how the friendship got lost. But essentially, um, how did it feel? And, like, were you able to bounce back from it, essentially? Meaning, either did you guys, were you guys able to reconnect? Or were you able to develop another friendship that was as strong? Oh, um, I had a friend uh, from middle school, and we we transitioned into um, young adulthood, and we was good friends. I helped her with a serious point of her life where she was cutting herself, and I used to check in on her just to make sure that she was okay, even like. 
visit her from time to time. And as we transition into young uh, adulthood, she was dealing with a taken man. I mean, the man was in the relationship and I knew the guy too. We was all in middle school together and I told her once and that was it. She, she did what she had to do. And I'm also friends with the man's girl because mm. that's from high school. Mm-hmm. And one time the girl from high school invited me to the baby shower. So... I told my friend, I said, I'm not going to the baby shower out of respect of you. Mm-hmm. But she posted a picture that I liked. So I liked it. Naturally. I love everything. You see me on Facebook. <laughs> I love everything. And she took s- such offense to that. But you didn't go, though? I didn't go. Okay. I just liked it. I liked the fact it was family. It was, you know, whatever. And I liked it. And woke up to a voicemail... Oh, you fake, you phony. Just like in a picture. <laughs> you fake, you're phony. I don't want nothing to do with you. And for me, that was, I felt that situation could be salvageable. It was just like, well, you know my nature. I love and like everything. It's no, it's no issue. But like she took offense for me liking something that, the boy was not even in the picture. It was just the girl. Like, she took a nice, beautiful picture, and I sincerely liked it. Mm-hmm. So, it was like, you're fake, you're phony. And it was just like, are you really removing this relationship because I like one picture? Mm-hmm. And to me, I tried to salvage that relationship, and then I realized that she had toxic behavior because it's like she felt that I was not loyal. Mm-hmm. And she come and told other people and made people feel like I was disloyal, like I was hanging out with the girl. I never hang out with her in the day of my life. I just like one picture. And from time to time, she hit me up here and there. How you doing? What's going on? And, you know, I talked to her here and there, but it's not the same. It's just, it was just like, I saw your toxic behavior as something that I dismissed at the time but mm-hmm. now i'm at this pace of rope i don't need it yeah. i don't need I don't it at take all chances mm-hmm. i'm not gonna take chances and it was so funny the same person that she was telling like i was faking phony who was agreeing came back to me was like yo she dead in a relationship with me over um something similar of your nature and i thought it was so astounding like y'all was crucifying me y'all put me to the cross Mm -hmm. for liking this picture and then you did something similar in that nature and she crucified you and then you realize that oh you wasn't really the person that had the issue it was mainly her so right from time to time she keep texting um and she keep not well she called one time but like i always change my number so i'm like who is this <laughs> and she took that as offense, like, oh, you dead in me. And I'm like, no, like, literally, I changed my number. Like, who is this? She listening to this and she's going to come for you. Yeah, well, <laughs> she probably will, but like, I'll be. All right, like, okay. All right. But um, I, in the sense of what you're asking, to me, it was salvageable, but to her, it was like a, a sin. So um, at this moment of life, Diamond. Yeah. I don't need and that. There's some things that you just cannot deal with when you're in particular moments of life. Oh, for whatever picture. reason. Like, when maybe a few years ago, it was cool. Now it's like, nah, I don't need that. I don't need that. I'm not in that space. Um, 
Wait, no, I was just going to say, it sounds like it's mad work to have friends. I'm about to tell wow. my friends, like, yo. I need a salary. Because uh, if I'm doing all this work just to chill with you, nah, like, I'm good. Yeah. And I used to feel that way, though, with certain friendships. Like, yo, this shit is work, work. And now I don't feel like that. I don't feel like that with any friendship that I have anymore. Like, it, it doesn't feel like work. It's just like, okay, you go about your life. When we connect, cool. Hit you up. I was thinking about you. You were alive. Wonderful. All right. And we can get up. Can we get up? Nah, we can't. Cool. And then we move on. Like, it shouldn't feel like some extra shit. There could be times mm-hmm. when, yeah, that person's going to need you. They're going through some shit, but it shouldn't be just to maintain a relationship and, every day, in and, and out. That's that the problem like that I have when the exception becomes the rule. Like, when we have either that one exceptional friendship that all friendships have to look like, or mm-hmm. even when we had this one, like, real exceptional high time when, like, we was, like, even, like, you and I, we worked together, we, we used to spend more time together mm-hmm. to do the proximity, right? But then does that then mean that we're less friends because we don't, Mm -hmm. right? When you start evaluating your friendship based on that one real high time, like then I think you're you're diminishing the quality of the other things that's there in friendship, you Mm -hmm. know? Can I add to that? I would like to also say when you hold your hold one friendship to the same liking of all your other friendships. Mm -hmm. Um so like all yeah, across the board, all it across be... the board, like it's almost impossible to uh, to have a friendship where it's the same dynamics all across the board, absolutely, and where you are the same person all across the board. Mm-hmm. It's almost impossible. So it's important to acknowledge, like, yo, like, yeah, like, I I have to be this to this, I have to be yeah. this to this, I have to be this to this, this to this, this to this, this to this, yeah. and it's open. That's what it is. Yeah. I think it's more confusing if you're different people to different people. Mm. That's more confusing. I, I don't know. If you know yourself, you're going to be true to yourself. You can still be different people to what, different people yeah. who's different to people. What? Yeah, you can to, still, what? <laughs> you can still be true to yourself. You can, you can still be true to yourself and be different people to different people. I, don't, I, I, like, I personally don't subscribe to that. I'm not going to be different people to different people. Like, that, that to me, that doesn't make sense. What that means is, what I'm trying to say is, I'm going to present me, and me is going to be me to you, and me to you, right? Now, how you receive, you receive me probably going to be different how she receives me, but I'm still going to present that. That's too much work to be like, mm-hmm. I'm going to be the fun person with you. I'm going to be the this to that. No, that's too much work. Like, I don't, honestly, I, I, that to me doesn't make, it. That, me, it doesn't make sense to me. I think it causes more issues when you're trying to be different people to different people. But you don't speak to me in Creole. No, because you don't speak Creole. All right. I mean, yes, you do. <laughs> That's not true. That's not true. I know you understand some Creole, and I do speak to your Creole, so cut it out. No, but what I'm saying is, um, nah, like, I feel like, um, like, there's sometimes when I want to, like, I'll, going back to, like, to speak on Vision's point, like, I got my philosopher friends, right? Mm-hmm. We'll talk about Kant. We'll talk about Nietzsche. We'll talk about all of that headspacey crap, right? Mm-hmm. I can't go like I tried in my friend in my group chat to have like a thought exercise and I put up in the room and it was like, nah, that don't make sense. And I'm trying to like help them understand Mm -hmm. that with this particular group chat, like, okay, I hear you, but let's just imagine a scenario. And like it went from (laughs) it went from like trying to to spark a philosophical conversation to then saying how I don't even want to say what it it, it's a total right feel exactly it was like an it's like a Star Wars and like a 
uh, a, a door the explorer puzzle piece trying to go together exactly <laughs> so you could be who you are just in ca- your case you was trying to be who you were to both groups but you know this one group i i can't do that with this group and so you can still be very <laughs> true to, you could be very true to who you are and still recognize like i can't do that with this side when i could do this with this side and that's okay you can still be true to yourself and that is okay and it's also okay not to do that yeah that's how i feel I've been, uh, it doesn't have to be you have to do that no yeah. you do not have to do that the option like he, like i think um i've been blessed with some good friends that allowed me to be the dork friend Right, so I'll still bring up Kant or still try to like, oh, did you know this? And they'll just be like, or even try to bust a joke. Like my friends don't laugh at my jokes. They're like, all right, Mari, like I get it, but I don't really get it, you know. <laughs> um, and I guess there, you know, we we can't exalt like going back to vision. Like we can't exalt everything in the same plane. I think everything, like if you look at a garden, right? A garden is beautiful because of its variety. Right, mm. unless you're talking about like a rosebush garden, mm. yeah. that's what I thought. In my right, head. or like when a sunflower God, field. All right, there's exceptions, okay? <laughs> Jeez, the exception is not the rule. Uh-huh. But um, no, I think when you look at a, a garden or you're looking at variety, you know, you got your dandelions, your daffodils, and your lilies yeah. and your roses. I'm just trying to name some. Relax. No, I'm messing with you. But um. And it's because of the color and the variety, and the, even mm. even when you think about a recipe, right? A recipe has different spices. Mm-hmm. It all have different stages, so every one of them is integral. Even though the main star mm-hmm. of the dish might be cheese, mm-hmm. there's supporting mm-hmm. things underlying it or around mm-hmm. it that make it the whole. Every different layers to them, yeah. and different layers are gonna, mm-hmm. up, gonna people are gonna receive those good. different layers differently, right? Agreed. I totally agree with that, but doesn't take away a from the whole package right exactly exactly yeah and now if you choose to to let one layer shine more than the other do that go ahead and then understanding that that's what you're going to pull in as well right that's what you're going to attract as well if you are a person who's like this is the whole package you're going to attract that's a good point because i honestly feel like once i was like you know what this is me as a whole package i attracted people who are like i'm close to that i can i can you know, yeah. shoot the shit with yeah. that accepted that whole package. Mm-hmm. And Keish, you've known me longer than O has long known me. Mm-hmm. In the time that you've known me, have I changed? Yeah. Right? And I had to change, right? But she was able to accept that whole package, though. Because right? she loyal. Okay, girl. <laughs> yeah. Right? So, and, and, and that's the thing. And I think that you have to know yourself. You have to know what you want. You have to know what you're looking for before you go out and be like, oh, I need these people in my life. I need these people in my life. Once you know yourself, you're going to be able to then to look at the people in your life and go, But it's also the value me. of this that person. Intentionality. Like, exactly. Yeah. It's the yes, value. you have to be intentional. You absolutely it's have the to It's the value. Be. Like, if you see that person changing, it's like, mm-hmm. all right, I can accept this person as they were. And as they become. As yeah. they become. So yeah. it's, it's the value if of they, that Yes. Absolutely. Perfect. Value. No, you're absolutely correct. Value for sure. Patrick. Damn. So, last but not least, um, you know, we always throw it in here. We probably need to have this conversation again. But anyway, mental health and friendships, right? We talked about um, some dynamics being dreaming. We talked mm-hmm. about them um, feeling like you have to be, you know, different. Maybe you provide this, provide that um, to this friendship, to that friendship. So... What are your thoughts on just the connection of mental health and just friendships? It's it's hand in hand. Yeah. It's hand in hand. Why do you say that? Anytime you have somebody close to you that is in a vulnerable space, right? It's almost like a key 
to your inner self, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's a way that people reflect on themselves. Mm. They evaluate themselves. I think earlier you mentioned, depending on how much you can trust the relationship, would heed to how much you can listen and accept what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Imagine you give that to the wrong person. You have yeah. a vulnerability at the yeah. wrong time. You think, you think, you you create a purpose for this individual in your life right Uh then you start following their lead because you don't know your ass from your head Mm. yeah where does that end you up yeah right so i think um being intentional with your time i know a lot of us we 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 spoke about friends having different roles but asking yourself what vulnerability do you have for friendship or for relationships Uh that can possibly allow the wrong person to come in yeah i think it's very important not to confuse the two that's true I definitely agree with I that. I agree with that. Um, for me, I feel like, at least now, my mental health is definitely connected very closely to my friendships. Whereas before, I didn't understand that connection. Mm-hmm. Um, and as shit started happening and you've experienced and shit, that's when you're like, wait, wait, wait a minute. This, you know, shit's not matching up. What's going on? Um, yes. No, <laughs> no, no. I was going to jump in, but I was going to say... <laughs> Like, to your point, I think I used friendships to solve my mental health back uh, in the yes. day. I, yes. Yeah. That, you actually, yeah. Um, I did the exact same thing, yeah. right? When I was feeling empty, a void, oh, let me run to my best friend, right? She's going to fill me up, make me feel better. If I'm feeling depressed, let me go to my best friend. If I'm feeling anxiety, let me go. Like, and I used to do that a lot. I used to run to those dynamics and those relationships to fulfill those parts of me or to, to get to, and, and what they did was pretty much put a bandaid on a, on a gunshot yeah. wound, yeah. honestly, wow. because if I didn't take the time to really do it myself, because sometimes people can't be there for you all the time yeah. because it's not possible. Or even yeah. in the way that you think you need it. Exactly. Yeah. Especially mm-hmm. that, that was definitely a big lesson for me to learn. Right. And the way I needed it, yeah. they couldn't do it. Right. Yeah. And so now it's like, at that time, I couldn't understand that. At the time, I was like, no, I want it like this. I need it like this. And mm-hmm. they couldn't give it to me. And so I, it was an issue for me. And then, and, But once I learned, like, yo, you cannot expect this level of stuff from people. Like, mm-hmm. you just cannot do it. Um, you ha- There has to be a part of you that's able to give it to yourself. Not to say that that person can't hold a certain value, right? Like, to be like, you know what? Yeah, they give me good advice. I can go to them periodically. But that can't be a go-to person for every fucking decision you need to make in your life. Mm-hmm. It can't be that. Um, but now, now again, I've gotten to know myself and I've learned to depend on myself and, and, and trust my thoughts mm-hmm. and able to be vulnerable with myself. I find that I'm able to connect better with the people that I consider my friends mm-hmm. and, and in being able to be vulnerable with myself, I've learned that I can, um, then be more vulnerable in a sense to the people um, that I connect with because I also found that I was wanting people to fix stuff that I wasn't even telling them was happening, <laughs> you know, or I wasn't, I didn't even know the root or the nitty gritty of what's going on and I don't even do the surface. And so I gave them the surface and then they would do what they could for the surface. And I was like, no, but that's not enough, you know? Mm-hmm. And then so much other crap is happening. And then it just causes so much confusion. But for me, I think with anything, the people that is in my life, they should bring you peace. Right, they should bring you a sense of comfort, mm-hmm. but that should not be your sole source. Yeah. It should never be your sole source, right? Because they have their own lives, yeah. they have their own thoughts, they have their own feelings, they have their own things going on, and there are going to be times where you guys won't connect, you won't see eye to eye, mm-hmm. right? You'll have disagreements. You, they'll be up, you'll be down, and vice versa. They'll be dealing with things in their life going one way, and yeah. you'll be dealing with things going life in, in another way. 
and if that in that time happens you need to be able to rely on yourself mm-hmm. right or and that in, in, in the time happens you should also have a piece of you that's able to give to the other person yeah, yeah. right but that's only a piece you can give yeah that's a whole give more, exactly more than what you can give and then get upset if that person doesn't receive it or doesn't want it or whatever the, whatever the case or is. not listening to correct your what your side or your case when you need that absolutely so with, for me like with friendships is like more of if I'm going through a, a situation, I have to be with me first before mm-hmm. I share out mm-hmm. what's going on. So I'm intentional with that because I don't want to give the energy I'm having mm-hmm. onto you. And you have your own shit and you probably have this weird ass energy that you want to displace as someone else, but I shouldn't be that person to this place, I will hear you out. And that's for me to be a listener. I will hear you out as you, as I want you to hear me out. But I'm very like, I'm cautious on my situation of like, I'm sharing piece of peace. Like I should be able to be at peace with the situation that I am going through mm-hmm. before I'm willing to say, well, hey, hey, oh, this is what I'm going through. X, Y, and Z, blah, blah, blah. I already made a decision already. But, you know, this is, I want you to hear what's mm-hmm. been bothering me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that kind of speaks to, I, I think, another level where your friend with the, your beef patty friend, <laughs> as we refer to them, um, where you saw that it was even encroaching on your own mental health, needing to be that provider and losing a friend in that instance. So definitely understanding where your mental health is before you know, you allow the friendship to spill into it is important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's end off on a positive note. Mm-hmm. Think about your best friendship and think about that one quality that makes it the best. Mm-hmm. Yo, love, man. Mm-hmm. Love. Like, seriously, yes, like, amongst the, the common denominator with all of my, you know, my herald relationships and even some of the ones that we're not as close I think there is a genuine essence of love there that when we meet again, even if it's like homies on the block, like I got people that I see on my block and we don't know anything extensively except that we've, we've, we've walked past each other for years. Mm. But in this adult age where we see people walking around with kids, oh, you got a kid? Not, mm. Yo, congratulations. I remember you from so-and-so time. Mm. Like this is a genuine appreciation. It's good to see you. And even down to the the bestest of friends that should have been blood, but you know, you wasn't lucky enough, mm-hmm. right? There's always love there. So I think the, for me, a foundation of relationships really is the essence of love. Oh, mm. that's sweet. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, so think... my number is five, five, five. <laughs> <laughs> See, uh, we need to save that for uh, the part three of Dating While 30, okay? If you want to hook up. Um, for me... I think thinking of my the the relationship that I the relationships that I cherish the most um, are the relationships that I can bring myself one hundred percent, and that person um, takes the time to see me, mm-hmm. right? And and not they see me like I it, it, I can't emphasize that anymore. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. um, even in the moment we can have, we could be disagreeing like. We know, like, mm-hmm. sis, I'm talking about B. And I'm like, D? 
you know, <laughs> they they can. <laughs> I'm over there making a face because you know what it is. <laughs> they y'all be, can. Y'all be, y'all be playing. Um, who can. wants to make a million? Who want to be a millionaire? <laughs> they can, and then I think what you said is true because I think there's that love there. But they 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 see me enough to to be like, yo, I know she's not really trying to fucking make me want to shoot myself right now. Yeah. She just doesn't understand what I'm saying, B. Um, but I'm going to have enough in me because I care enough that mm-hmm. I'm going to give her that space until yeah. she realizes this is B. Yeah. Um, and especially with our dynamic, me and oh, for sure, that happens a lot. Um, or used to. What's I don't that? think it happens as much. What's that the... you'll be trying to say something to me and I def- and I just don't get it, right? Oh, that happens and, all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And yes, you Shady. see, he laughing. He say it happens all the time, and we could get frustrated with each other because he he might be saying something I disagree with it. And I'm like, bro, why are you thinking about it like that? Or vice versa. But we don't see him be like, oh, you're a fucking terrible person. Yeah. This mm-hmm. shit. It's like, all right, sis, we gonna get up, we gonna get off the phone, <laughs> or whatever. And guess what happens? We come back and be like, oh, you know what? I thought about what you said, or whatever the case. Or we just move on because I know, okay, we're not gonna agree on things all the time. It is what it is. Right. I still respect you. I still yep. care for you, um, and we can move on. Um, and to me, that's what's integral. And the same thing with you, Keish, and other people that I connect with. It's like, some, like uh, I have one, one of my other uh, colleagues slash friends. She's like, <laughs> she is a beautiful mess. And I, and you know what I mean? Like, and, and she's all, of, yeah, she's all over the place, she, whatever. But when she, you need her to hone in and to be there for you, she can do that. And we, we know what our downfalls are. But at the same time, it's like, you know, this okay girl you know you know and then it's yeah. able to like just connect on that level and i can see her and she sees me when we right. need to be seen and i think that's what's essential um mm-hmm. in the relationships that i that i truly value mm-hmm. i think more of a support factor because in a crucial time of my life i should one i would check in with myself but two i would would like the support that you provide for me and as I provide you with the support that you need throughout anything, any phase, whether it's happy, sad, in different phase of your life. Mm-hmm. So I think support for me, because I'm more of an action-based person. I I really never could get into the word. Acts of service is your love language. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, so you want that's, somebody to bust like a like a like a bouquet of roses or like no 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 no. It, for for me, like my I would say. In the acts of service, I made you a taco. Okay. That's that's how I am. What if I Tacos. grew the flowers though? Because I just realized like that's a gift. Yeah. Flowers yeah, is yeah. a gift. So yeah. what if I grew the flowers with the intentions of giving them to you? I would accept that. Yeah. Was that is that service? Yeah. Okay. That was service. You'd be like, oh. but, it, but, but the, with the service, it I don't necessarily need the flowers right away. Gotcha. It's mm-hmm. more of. I'm well, I thought about you. you. Here's the flowers. I'm like, oh, okay, that's yeah. sweet. Thank you. Mm-hmm. But me, I I give to give and don't need to receive. receive back. And that's what I see as support. Like, I give you the support that you need to grow. And even if that support means cutting me off, by all means, I'm supporting you in that decision. And mm-hmm. I'm not going to, like, try to stray you away from the decision. But I expect... I wouldn't expect something back from you unless it's like what you want to give. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to force you to say to give mm-hmm. to me. Like if I made you a taco, I a expect genuine, you to yeah. give me a quesadilla. Yeah. No, it's, it's supposed to be a genuine 
reciprocation of the relationship. You hungry? I'm hungry. (laughs) (laughs) I had no lunch yet. Last but not least, vision something positive that you take away from one of your top friendships. Um, regardless of whether if it's something we want to hear or not, we say what we got to say with the best interests at heart. Um, my best friend. We argue all the time, and a lot of the time she's right, and he'll say a lot of the time Derek is right. Whether if we're prepared to hear it is a whole nother concept, or we're ready to hear it is a whole nother concept, but I keep it a buck, he keep it a buck, and it is what it is, and we disagree on it, we shut down, we come back, and when we're really ready to be able to be like, yo. It is what it is. As long as we can push each other to maximize our potential, I'm Gucci. All right. Thank you for joining us. For today's Connection Corner, I leave you with Know your place in people's lives and act accordingly. It's not pride. It's self-respect. Two things you don't fight for, true love and true friends. They come naturally. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of the Oasis Podcast. I hope you were able to find something that resonated with you on your journey. Don't forget to subscribe, share this episode, and like us on Instagram at the Oasis Podcast. If you have any questions or comments, direct message us on Instagram or email us at ajsoasis at gmail.com. Again, that's A-A-Y-J-A-Y-S-O-A-S-I-S at gmail.com.